right, we are live here. It is Bizarre Radio. We are here again, once again, with the Shocker. Yes, yes, I am here again, sitting closer to the microphone, because Lord knows I'm way too quiet to uh, <laughs> to not be picked up on any sort of audio devices. All right, don't be a bitch. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what, that's what uh, uh, Nixon thought, too, so. <laughs> he thought you were a bitch? Yeah, well, that, too, yes. All right. Alrighty, well, what we're going to be doing is starting the... So we're checking the levels, make sure everybody can hear us. This is our typical cold opening, and we're going to start the show right here uh, and uh, and right now. Here we go. Hi. You're going to call up your rigorous investigation. You're going to publicly state that there is no underground group. Or these guys are going to take your balls. Look, the people you are after are the people you depend on. Cook your meals. We haul your trash. We connect your calls. We drive your ambulances. We guard you while you sleep. Do not fuck with us. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bizarre Radio here every Thursday at 5 to 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We're here to play strange music for you. And talk about whatever the hell we want to talk about. So, uh, welcome. Uh, last week was our first show. This will be our second. And wow, you're really good at numbers there. Look at that. Uh, that's about as high as my math skills, unfortunately, go. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's that's the extent of it, right yeah, there. Uh, I was going to say Vegas public education, but no, that no. Is, this is this is Texas public <laughs> education system, pure and simple. So. Uh, nothing about that. What did you do this last week, Shocker? Anything exciting? Well, I had my my buddy, uh, my paparazzi friend Tom in town, who's no longer a paparazzi. He's kind of a bum these days, but made enough money as a paparazzi, he could be a bum for a good year or so. So it's been lots of poker and strippers, basically, is uh, what my uh, last week has consisted of, which uh, found out very interesting things about the Hustler Club, which weren't we about, we, we had a show possibility at the Hustler Club, right? Uh, well, we were, we were all working at the Deja Vu, and they, Hustler's owned by Deja Vu, so we were discussing doing some other shows there. Right, apparently if you're not a prostitute, uh, you don't get a job there, because I have, I, I, Shocker's been to one or two strip joints in his life. Just one or two? Just hey, one your math is good as mine. All right, well... It, one or two thousand. Let's just say, <laughs> you know, yeah. nice. Uh, but yes, I. Well, heck, my, my my buddy Tom used to work for Springer, so we had to go for work research for him a lot. And uh, I have never been so prostitutionally uh, approached as I was last night at the Hustler Club. Then you've never been to Glitter Gulch. <laughs> uh, that no, it's not even lap dances though. It it it's seriously like oh no, it, it's coming up to you going, oh, how you doing tonight? Did you want a blowjob? I mean, it was like that obvious, which uh, a lot of people don't realize about the Shocker. He's also cheap as hell, so uh, <laughs> even if I was inclined to partake of their, their uh, prostitutional services, I don't think $3 was going to do it for me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, all right. <laughs> so, yeah, it, 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 was, it was pretty... It was pretty uh, Skeezy? Skeezy, I think yes. skeezy would be the word you're looking for. Yes. But they did have birthday cake because one of the strippers was celebrating her birthday. Oh, so. I, thought, I thought that was the name of one of the strippers. <laughs> that, no, that would be uh, Lick the Icing, I think. The lick the <laughs> that was a... Uh, <laughs> well, that's a little disturbing. Well, I'm glad you're uh, you're having a good time here in Vegas. And for those of you who've never been to Las Vegas, yes, there, there are strippers. <laughs> there's plenty of strippers, there's plenty of booze, and uh, apparently there's plenty of hookers to go around for everybody. 
Uh, so <laughs> I myself uh, had a cold this week, so I really didn't get to do anything cool. I was making props for somebody else. So uh, there really wasn't much else to uh, to do other than sit around and uh, slam Ni- uh, DayQuil, because I won't take NyQuil. I did NyQuil <laughs> once. I will never do that shit again. It, it knocked me on my ass, and I did not like waking up with a head full of fucking, like, sponge balls. <laughs> ah, see, now, NyQuil, when I, when I do finally get sick, that that's my uh, that's my go-night beverage there, and I'll, I'll sleep the 12 hours and wake up uh, refreshed with a green tongue. <laughs> what is? I wish I had the um, Dennis Leary bit about Nyquil queued up. That'd be great. Capital that, yeah. little Y, big fucking Q. Oh man, it's uh, if only we did prep work, then we'd have that ready to go. Well, if, yeah, if, if this was scripted, <laughs> that's true too. Well, who knew we were going to talk about prostitutes and Nyquil first thing? Which apparently, well, considering what we talked about last week, yeah, well, that's a step up, I guess, at this point. Uh, Say that again. It's a step up, I think. Uh, it'll it'll keep us uh, out of uh, being on MSNBC since we're not talking about underage prostitutes. So, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, we're not going to not yet back anyway. Pedophilia, at least for the first hour, maybe <laughs> yeah. maybe hour two. Yeah, sure. Uh, so, for those of you listening in, they uh, go to uh, opticalillusionist.com slash radio, and you can come talk to us in our chat room, make requests, and do other stuff. And also, if for some reason you have to leave your house while you're listening, you can actually listen in to us on a mobile device. Just go to doubledownradio.com, and you can find all that information uh, as well, how to listen to us. There's about three or four different options to listen to us. And hey, if you missed the show, we're also uh, going to be on a, iPod, on, a, on a podcast. You can get to us on iTunes as well. So there's a lot of different things. You, there's a lot of different ways to play with us. Yes. Apparently. Yeah, yeah. And you were just talking about with Jungle Josh, who I guess is outside smoking, <clears throat> uh, about the Freak Show Wrestling slash Donkey Show. Yes, the, the Donkey Show, uh, the the new uh, the new iteration, I guess, would be the, of uh, Freak Show Wrestling. Should be going in very soon. I don't have the the actual day. I know it's the end of September, but we have a venue. It's going to be on the Strip. It's going to be Friday and Saturday nights, I believe, at 7.30. I know, uh, I think it's donkeyshow.tv is the website. I'll have to look it back up, but donkeyshow.tv. And the Shocker might not be there as you would recognize. What? I'm just, at the moment. Blasphemy! At the moment, it sounds like uh, the Shocker might be playing uh, some other part in the show. Uh, let's just say the voice of the donkey might be very familiar to those who, who <laughs> listen to the Shocker on radio. <laughs> so, and unfortunately, I'm only going to have the head of a donkey. The rest of the uh, body parts will probably be relative scale to the regular Shocker. <laughs> Much to the chagrin of women everywhere. Yes. <laughs> But yeah, that should be a lot of fun, and uh, the I think uh, the actual original Freak Show Wrestling show will be done at uh, the Freakling Brothers Haunted Houses this year. We've got, I believe, four dates, four or five different dates that we're going to be out at the Freakling Brothers Haunted Houses putting on a show. Uh, Tuesday nights, I believe, is the night of the Freakling Brothers extravaganzas. Interesting. All right, so there's gonna be a there's gonna be a lot going on this Halloween, is what you're saying. Basically, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be working a lot in October, and then after that, I'm poor again. <laughs> oh, look at that! And Jungle Josh has just brought me a crap load of coke caps. Uh, you might want to explain that because coke they may think coke caps is some sort of code for something. It, it, well, it is actually <laughs> in this neighborhood. It's for corn covered with mayonnaise. Um, <laughs> 
But no, it's it, the Coke caps. Uh, all the Coke caps have codes in them. You put the codes into mycokerewards.com and you get tons of free crap, which is how Kyle Marlette got to go to Six Flags for free uh, a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember because we all went out there to celebrate some old bastard's birthday. That's right, yeah. Some some ancient magician uh, was <laughs> turning an age that I don't even remember. So. <laughs> Neither does he. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, we went out, and, uh, and, and that particular person avoided Six Flags, because I think growing up in Texas, he can't stand any more Six Flags. But well, I'm just kind of sick of regular rides. I've, how many roller coasters and weird up-and-down footloose rides can you be on before you just say, fuck it, I've been on them all? Yeah, well, Six Flags has some... The, the one in California has some pretty crazy ones. Uh, the, I... I I've enjoyed the uniqueness of some, but yeah, there's a lot of very standard ones out there as well. Yeah, I mean, back in Texas, we had, like, the Shockwave, which had the double loop-to-loop, which I used to be terrified of as a kid, but then I was like, that's my favorite one now for some reason. Oh, they, they have improved quite a bit. Uh, over oh, sure. The, the, the X-Coaster out there will make you feel like you're going to die. <laughs> well, i got a question, and I'm sure, I don't know if this happens to girls. If any girls are listening, let me know if this happens to you. When guys go on a roller coaster, we get what's called a ball-tingling sensation, where we're just kind of like, ha! Ah! Very, like, holy, when you're doing those large drops, it just feels... There's something that makes your testicles just want to leave your body. I don't know if that happens to you or not, but it sure as hell happens to me. I don't know if there's some kind of, like, vulva tingling well, sensation. Well, actually, I, I, I've studied the phenomenon of this. Uh, and for women, it's the exact opposite. They get an ovary explosion where their ovaries <laughs> actually want to leave their body when they go on a roller coaster. To the point where, um, yeah, they've actually had to reinsert them at the end of some of the more extreme ones. But would that be that other line that says you must have, you know, must, there must be this... this <laughs> Your fun. vagina must be this internalized <laughs> to, to <laughs> enter the ride? I don't even know where I was going with that, uh, unfortunately. So we're going to play a, I'm going to play a song so we can kind of get our bearings about what we're going to yammer about next. And uh, here's a, you know, I remember, I guess it was around the, uh, I want to say mid-2000s, uh, when mashups started to become huge, right? Uh, yeah. Where there was all sorts of people taking songs, sticking them together, and all sorts of crazy stuff. I've got a, I've got a couple good ones. I might, start, I might play a handful of them tonight. I've got a really good one with um, Strong Bad uh, versus uh, uh, Rammstein, which is very interesting. <laughs> so I might play that for you guys. And uh, But this one is one that uh, is very close to my heart, which I think is very funny. It is Nine Inch Nails Closer, mixed with Mario Brothers sound effects. I take that back. This is a different one. This is actually uh, a Beatles. Sorry, this is, this is a different one, but it's still just as good.
that was a, a mixture of uh, Beatles and Nine Inch Nails doing Closer, which is very interesting. I've got a few weird versions of that, it seems, out there. But uh, So speaking of music, I'm a big fan of, uh, of live music of bands that most people haven't heard of. Not in like some kind of hipster way. Not in like, oh, look at all my uh, local band t-shirts. You know, not like that. Uh, but mainly because back in Texas we had a lot of really good local bands, especially in Dallas. And what sucks about Vegas is the live music scene here kind of blows, quite frankly. Uh, however, uh, I do know coming up uh, here in Vegas on September 20th, uh, aside from Wonderground, are you right. doing Wonderground? I am doing Wonderground. Okay, well, you won't be able to go then. Uh, and if I'm performing, then I won't be going either. But there's a band from the East Coast called The Independents. They're like a, a ska, uh, ska punk band uh, who, uh, who are, who's pretty good. I like them. Uh, I used to, I've seen them a handful of times over the years. And October 8th, uh, one, of, one of my favorite bands out of Chicago called Flatfoot56 will be in town as well with the Mad Caddies and Less Than Jake. So if that sounds like a uh, good... That's that, Palooza. Yeah, right so, uh, you and I should go because I think... Yeah, uh, that, that one I think... Uh, yeah, well, I, I will be at. That'll be a good show uh, to be part of. Less than Jake's Brigade. Which, uh, although I will say, I went and saw, uh, while, while uh, my friend Tom was in town, I went and saw 311 at Mandalay Beach. Has to be one of the coolest places to see a concert, I will say. You actually, they set the stage up in front of the wave pool. So, you're actually, if you want to be, you're actually in the wave pool watching the concert. Pretty, pretty so you fun. can wave at them in the wave exactly. pool. Exactly, you wave at them in the wave pool. So uh, we we went. We actually had to go back home and change and get shorts because uh, jeans in a wave pool don't mix very well. Oh, you think? Yeah. So, but it was it was actually a lot of fun. There 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 was almost a fight in the wave pool over a splashing. Uh, nice. Yeah, but uh, it, it mellowed out quickly. And there's probably more adult pee in that pool than uh, <laughs> it had ever seen before. But besides that, it was it was very cool watch. So you got the whole like nighttime in Vegas and outside and Mandalay Bay around you, and then you're in a pool. That seems like the best way to see a concert. That, that I mean, that sounds cool, uh, especially if you want to be wet while listening to a band. I, I suppose I suppose that's a good idea if, if they don't want people to be moshing at the same time. Yeah, really, you can't mosh too much because th- not that Three Eleven. I mean, Three Eleven's kind of a stoner jam band with a couple mosh songs. Good but, point. Uh, but. Like during their their faster songs, when it's time to jump around, you can only jump around so much in a pool before you just it's like wow this is yeah, this is tiring pretty quick and it's a lot of effort to move forward to mosh into people. So oh, absolutely yes, kept it kept it pretty uh, pretty nice and and then yes, they're just there was lots of people smoking in the pool though, which seemed <laughs> also like a, a weird kind of. Uh, like, what's the point? Uh, a good wave comes by, their cigarette goes out. They they seemed sad. A lot of pot smoking in the pool too for three eleven. <laughs> really, three eleven had a bunch of pot smokers. Yeah, I know. I'm. Ooh. This is my shocked face that you're looking at right now. Those of you can't see it, but I've got this completely <laughs> look on my face. Yes, so, it, 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 who would have thought? Yeah, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, I started talking about local bands back in Texas, bands I liked. Uh, there was a band back in the, God, I don't know, I want to say early 90s is when they started. I could be, they could be even further back than that, uh, called Riot, uh, Riot Squad. Well, unfortunately, Riot Squad was a name taken by another band they found out. So they changed their name to the Staggers. And the Staggers are sadly no longer with us. Uh, however, the lead singer, uh, Joe, has formed another band called Dog Company. And this is one of uh, my favorite songs off of their album right here. This is Dog Company with Song of Discontent. Sing a song of victory, sing a song of unity, sing a song. 
Alrighty, so that was that one guy. Is uh, he now lives in Vegas? So I want to do a little local a local shout out to where I where I'm from and now where I am. I didn't so, know he lived out here. He, he lives out here now. He was living. He's from San Francisco, moved to L.A., now living here. Uh, and but he's never here. He's always traveling. Right. He's oh, he's, he's he's freaking crazy. Uh, yeah. For those who don't know that one guy, basically he comes out on stage with what looks like a pipe. A gigantic <laughs> a giant bong is yeah, what it a looks gi- like. A gigantic bong, like a seven foot tall bong thing. And it's just this metal pipe, and you're kind of like, oh, what's going to happen there? That, that that looks interesting and quaint, maybe. I don't know. And then he starts <laughs> playing, and he just, it, 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 he's freaking awesome. Uh, he puts on an awesome show. Uh, he does. He does. He puts on a, a really a great show, actually. And if you get a chance to see him live, I highly recommend it. Uh, to go see him, but yeah, so uh, that was Dog Company uh, before from Texas, and then that one guy from Vegas mixing my two homes together seamlessly, if you will. Uh, for those of you listening in on wherever you are listening in, be it iTunes, be it DoubleDownRadio.com, be it the, a mobile app, uh, you can also join us in a chat room uh, over at OpticalIllusionist.com/radio, or if you actually know how to spell SmapDuda, uh, then it's SmapDuda.com/radio as well. So if you can uh, want to come join us in the chat room, you can make requests, tell us if we suck or how good a job we're doing, or just don't say a damn thing at all. Uh, you could do that too, because that appears to be what people in chat room are doing. You can be a lurker. That's right. You can lurk to your heart's content. Yeah, uh, the chat room this this month is not, or this week is not telling me how many people we have in it, though. It seems it did last time. It doesn't seem to want to do it this time. I don't know why that is. It's uh, it's weird. So I don't know what that's about. Uh, so, uh, but hey, at least I know we have at least one person there talking to us. So that's good. <laughs> so uh, while we were off. Uh, while we were off uh, off the air, we listened to the song. We were talking about, uh, for those of you who know him, Jeff McBride is a magician who doesn't act with masks. And somebody in uh, yeah, Taiwan? Somewhere like yeah, that? Some, some, somewhere in some Taiwan. Some Asian area of, of the world has, has ripped him off. And I don't mean ripped him off as in, oh, he's doing stuff with masks. I mean ripped him off so completely he has taken his music and is using his music to do pretty much his entire act. Well, that, not only that, but somebody else pointed out he even has the same hair. It's like you took. It, it, it's yeah, like that was kind of weird. A bad clone of Jeff McBride, like a serious clone, like like, but something was just a little bit off. One little piece of DNA was wrong, and then just stuck it on <laughs> Taiwanian TV with a uh, Ford ads playing behind him. <laughs> yeah, what was up with that? The weird. It was almost like it was like a collection of DVD weight screens. Yeah. is what it looked like to me. It was very very strange. Uh, <laughs> so, so you know, I mentioned, uh, I, I mentioned if uh, Jeff, if you're listening, which I'm sure you are, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think he's getting ready to go out to South America. Yeah, uh, right so now, yeah, so he's he, probably not. But uh, if he wants to take me to Taiwan, then then the shocker will have a word with the guy in Taiwan, and uh, yes, you'll he'll be nice and terrifying. Oh, yes. speaking of, of of people in wrestling masks, I just found out about a movie that called WrestleManiac. Have you heard of this movie? I don't. I believe I should have, but it, I don't. It's about I a have. killer luchador. Really? Yes. No, I have not heard of this movie. So uh, yeah, we. I've. I just read about it on a, on somebody's Twitter a little bit ago, and I'm like, really? You don't say. <laughs> that sounds like. I, I'm actually surprised we don't have some sort of luchador mass well, murderer. I, oh, yeah, well, you mean in gen- in the real in life ge- or just or in just, general? You know, like bank robbers are like, why why does everybody go with the presidential mask? You would really think the Mexican wrestling mask would be a more fun uh, 
commit crimes kind of thing. Oh, you you want messed up? I saw this Canadian film. I want to tell you right now, the film is terrible. I'm going to tell you the name of it. Just Google the the villain. Do not watch the movie. I'm 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 doing you a favor by saying this. The movie is called Gutterballs. It was terrible. Even for a B movie, this was terrible. But the villain was hysterical. It, it, was, it was the killer wore a, a uh, bowling ball bag over their head. And then you told me about it. Yeah, and the, like, the symbols looked like eyes and a, and a little grin. It was really kind of creepy. And they killed. They had sharpened uh, bowling pins and wearing a black-white bowling shirt. It was bizarre kind of film. It was, it was like the movie Scream where they said, hey, we could do this way worse. <laughs> It was crazy, um, but yeah, do, just Google the, the the killer. Don't don't actually watch the movie. Uh, so I, at some point, we're probably going to sit and watch this WrestleManiac. Just I think so. Just I because, think. well, why not? It, it should be it should be something I watch because you never know. I might get inspired. Uh, <laughs> start what? Start killing people? Well, you know, some people have been asking for it. Let me tell you. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I've, I've thought about that. The problem is, I'd have to almost get. An alias wrestling mask to kill people in because the shocker wrestling mask is now so so attached to me. I'd have to get like a Rey Mysterio or something to commit the crimes in. And no, officer, obviously it's not me. Look, the the symbol on the mask is completely different. So yes, it couldn't possibly it couldn't possibly be me. Be me. Yeah, no, I. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. Try to pick me out of a lineup there. <laughs> that ought to be fun. Uh. Let's see. Uh, I was uh, a little bit ago. Uh, we played that one last time. Uh, yeah, I, I've got. I've got. I think I have better less than Jake songs do actually you? in my okay, thing there. Gonna, what I'm going to do is we were talking earlier about who's coming to town next month and this month, and I'm going to play some songs uh, by these bands so you can maybe, if you're local, want to go see them. That might actually be kind of fun for you. And so uh, we're, we're, I'm going to do is I'm going to play the Independence for you real quick. This is the band that's going to be here in Vegas on September 20th. Uh, so if for some reason you just are a communist and hate magic and don't want to come to Wonderground, uh, you can go see The Independence. This is The Independence with uh, their, their version of C is for Cookie. C is for Cookie! That's good enough for me! That's good enough for me! Alrighty, 
and that was the Independence. Some of you may, may be familiar with their work. If you, any of you ever bought the uh, Rocky Horror Punk Show, it had the Independence did a sort of Damocles on that as well. They're uh, they have some very interesting covers, uh, but I mean nothing like Me First and the Gimme Gimmies, who is nothing but fucking covers. Well, but, yeah, that's kind of the point of the band. Like they're they're kind of like the Richard Cheese of uh, punk rock. Yes, me first in the Gimme Gimme's. I, I, it, it took me a, a couple listenings of them to finally uh, appreciate the, the the one where they actually played a bar mitzvah is pretty good. They they ruined Johnny's bar mitzvah is one of the albums, and they <laughs> actually booked themselves into a, a bar mitzvah, which I don't think the parents knew what they were getting into to record the live album. That's Re- per- that's that's great. Yeah, it's pretty entertaining. I'm, uh, I'm a big fan of that kind of. Yeah, you know, I love. I love the idea. You know, I in all my magic videos when I make magic demos and stuff, or any magic videos, I want to do something different. I don't just be like, "Hey, we're in a studio, showing you magic tricks," because that's just damned boring, if you ask me. So, you know, I think you know doing that is a good idea. I, I would agree. <laughs> so, uh, so as I said before, we got some bands coming to town. I'm going to play you some of their music so you can decide whether or not you want to go hang out with them. So this is less than Jake. That will uh, do some Mad Caddies and some Flatfoot 56. So here's a little triple shot of upcoming bands for Vegas. This is a fair request, and I promise I will not judge any person only as a teenager. If you will constantly remind yourself that some of my generation judges people by their race, their belief, or the color of their skin, and that this is no more right than saying all teenagers are drunken dope addicts or glue sniffers.
For those of you listening, uh, listening and uh, in the sitting in the chat room, we're having some issues with the chat room. Do yourself a favor, refresh the chat room uh, if you would, and it should uh, it should kick into the new version of it. There. Uh, for those of you listening who don't know what the hell I'm talking about, opticalillusionist.com/radio is our chat room that you can come and uh, hang out and talk to us and tell us things and tell us how pretty we sound. So is that kind of sad that I want a Domino's pizza now? Uh, I know, right? Even though it says yeah. it, it's cardboard. It, it 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 it's like wow that actually sounds kind of good even <laughs> even the cardboard uh. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you uh, <laughs> anyway so uh, that was uh, the Mad Caddies less than Jake and Flat Fifty Six a concert that we will both likely be at on October eighth and so it seems like that's all I've been doing this show is pimping uh, pimping local music that's kind of fun. Yeah. Who would have thought you'd do that on a radio show, pimp local music? If they I, only had a show for that on Double Down Radio. I, I know, if if only they had something like that. <laughs> well, we can pimp other things, too. Like, uh, well, apparently, uh, I know someone, me as the shocker, knows someone covering for Kyle Marlette's It's Tricky Show this weekend, which should be... Exciting and is that it, would that be your your uh, your friend and arch nemesis yes, <laughs> all in one? <laughs> Professor Nightmare? No, <laughs> Professor Nightmare is not in town. Ah, <laughs> Profe- uh, Professor Nightmare, the Shocker's nemesis. Yes. No, uh, apparently some magician named Greg Dow will be uh, performing. It's tricky. The I, I know Kyle is the the uh, the nerd of magic, but I think Greg actually has more nerd credit than uh, Kyle does. In well, you do have a few more years on him. It's, uh, uh, I mean, Greg has a few more years on him. Yeah, I'm sorry, I, I get you too confused. You look very similar. Yes, we do. Uh, but yeah, so so yeah, so apparently Greg will be uh, performing for Kyle Marlette, and Greg has no freaking clue what he's going to do yet. He he hasn't performed as Greg for an adult in so long because Greg's also performing for three year olds on Sunday, which sounds <laughs> like that's going to be so much freaking fun. That sounds like a Chris Hansen episode waiting to happen. <laughs> Oh, uh, you know, if it was only that entertaining to <laughs> perform for three-year-olds. Not only is Greg performing for three-year-olds, but they did the add-on magic classes for three years old. Three years old don't know the alphabet yet. So, yeah, let's let's teach them about misdirection. But Greg is also a whore who will do anything for money. Uh, so for the extra 25 bucks, he will be teaching three-year-olds. So you're going to make 30 bucks out of the whole thing. <laughs> well, it is a Philip and Henry show, so... <laughs> Yeah, it, it's. Oh. <laughs> I'm looking so forward to that. I can tell that it sounds like it sounds like you totally are. <laughs> here, and here, let me here, let me just hand you the shotgun to put in your mouth yes, right now. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. And uh, we'll, Shocker will be missed. But at least, but at least. Oh, he's, uh, that's yeah, a, uh, it's uh, amazing uh, resurrection routine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if only Kurt Cobain learned that trick. Uh, but, you know, at least the Shocker is not so much of a whore. He works at a magic shop anymore. 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 After 11 years. After 11 years, he got out of that business. Yes, only complete whores now work at. Uh, Where do incomplete whores work at? Would that be the Hustler Club that uh, you were yeah, at? Yeah, the Hustler Club, apparently, <laughs> is where they, they, they only do the, the half a whoring there. Um <laughs> 
Half a whoring? Does that mean they only opened one leg? <laughs> what is that about? And the other one is mechanical. So. <laughs> that, that sounds strange. <laughs> it was, know. let me tell you. Um, Actually, robot horrors would be something I would be excited about. That would be a Blade Runner-ish kind of kind of fun. Blade for Runner, some re- for some reason, I would not get with a regular horror, but a robot horror. On the other hand, that seems okay. Do robot horrors dream of electric sheep? <laughs> I think they do. <laughs> Yes. Okay. Oh, sorry. Um, I uh, sorry. I'm talking to people in the chat yeah, room. Yeah, we're gonna have to get into puppies and kittens before too long because uh, we, we having sex with puppies and kittens. Well, yes, I <laughs> did that in my youth too. You know, for, for Philip and Henry for twenty five bucks for twenty five dollars <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and they talked me down from thirty is the problem. Oh man, that's that's uh, impressive. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure how I feel about it. Wallet and shut the fuck up. Now, that's how I feel yeah, about okay. it right there. Okay. Alrighty, uh, we'll play some more music here. Uh, this is a band. Uh, this is a band who started out as just a street performing band and ended up getting really well known. And I've seen them live. Their drummer is is quite energetic and, and they're fun to watch. I saw them for free at a St. Patrick's Day event back in Texas. And uh, so this is Violent Femmes with a song that I hold very dear to my heart called Freak Magnet. Yeah. <laughs> 
There we go. That was a little mindless self-indulgence, and before that, the violent femmes. Which technically, now that you did your Texas and Vegas, I'm from Chicago originally. Mm-hmm. Violent femmes are from Chicago. It kind of all came full circle that way. That's exactly how I did not plan it. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, I've actually that, that was one of the better songs because I, I am pretty damn burned out on the violent femmes after living in Chicago. If I hear the uh, just one kiss song. Just one more time. Oh, yeah, you're going to kill somebody. Yeah. Uh, For those of you just joining us, just tuning in, we do have a chat room to head over to. You can go to uh, smapdudah.com slash radio, or if you can't spell that, opticalillusionist.com slash radio. There's a chat room. Come join us. Come talk to us, because I just spammed my Facebook. Okay, so I want to rant a little bit here about Facebook. Uh, When I was in Europe last year, okay? I, I had posted all over my Facebook, hey, I'm going to be in Europe. It's going to be fun. If anybody lives in Europe, come say hi. Hey, I'm going to, you know, and I would, I would post, I would talk about it while I was on the road. I'd be like, hey, we're in, we're in France. It's French here. Whatever. <laughs> and so. Voulez-vous uh, coucher? I have that song. Don't make me play it. Uh, actually, I hope I don't. Actually, actually I uh, that, that reminds me of a horrible, horrible story. Uh, well, we'll, we'll, we'll hear your horrible story in a minute. Yeah. I'm going to bitch a few, for a few seconds right here. 
So uh, here's my here's my problem. My friends would pop me up on chat and go, "Hey, how you doing? What you been up to?" And I'm like, "Hey, I'm in Europe." They're like, "Wow, that's cool. I didn't know that." And I went, "Really?" I guess my Facebook is just there to look pretty. Apparently nobody reads. The problem is I have learned with Facebook is you get inundated with so much shit. If you don't have time in your day to just dedicate an hour to reading your feed, even if you put people in lists, nobody fucking reads anything right. at well, all on Facebook. I, and I My friend, Sid, who used to do this radio show with me in Texas, just said, Hey, are you doing Bizarre Radio again? Because I messaged him and I went... I've been spamming my list for the last two weeks. How do you not... Uh, See, what's going to happen? I want to shut it... I'm sorry I keep interrupting you, but no, I no. want to shut my Facebook down because it does me no fucking good. But it's going to be... What's going to happen is now... And, and, and of course, now that they tried to make all this money off making Facebook public, something else is going to be the new hip Facebook that's small again because Facebook has become what MySpace was. MySpace got so big, nobody gave a crap, and all you were getting on MySpace was like every band or Coca-Cola or whatever advertising you accidentally signed up for somewhere. And now half of my Facebook feed is because I I had to like Coke to get something. So, (laughs) uh, yes. We won't say what I got. Do this line of Coke to uh, to see this naked photo. I got a nosebleed. So, (laughs) yeah, so now, like, my Facebook is, look, Coca-Cola's putting out a new product, and Iron Maiden has a new box set, and all this stuff, and half of my friend things don't show up, so now there's going to be some new hip thing that becomes the new Facebook, because Facebook got too big. It, it's like the the social media has to implode, like Rome. Well, there are people who don't get on the social media stuff, and they're the smart ones, because they don't end up, you know, there was a week I actually refused to check Twitter and Facebook, and I have a Twitter just because I probably, I, I felt I should, not because I wanted to. I, I, it was weird. Uh, I still don't understand it. Uh, but anyway, so I have uh, Facebook and Twitter, and I've, I said, you know what? I'm not checking this shit for a week, and I got a lot more done, oddly enough, well, without yeah, doing I, that. I thought about that if I could throw away my TV, but I, I can't. Well, no, because then what would you play video games on? I, yes. I, I, you know, if it wasn't for things like that, I would be so much more productive. And yet, no, you wouldn't. But then I wouldn't be so much more interesting talking on this show, which... <laughs> Okay, so the on thing a complete is, co- opposite spectrum. Yes, voulez-vous coucher as well? Whatever that song is from Moulin Rouge, and well, we, it's not from Moulin Rouge. It's older than Moulin well, Rouge. I know, man. but uh, yeah, I'm just you know putting. You it had to be like 30 when that came out in the in the, in the early 80s, weren't you? Uh, <laughs> you. Uh, we, we we won't talk ages here, but all yeah. right, all right. But yeah, so um, yeah, so I Universal Studios. We talked theme parks earlier. I I love amusement parks. I'll go to Six Flags, I'll go to Universal, Disney, you name it. If it's a theme park, I will go. I will go to the hole-in-the-wall backwoods. Uh, we've tied two ropes to a tree to swing you around with amusement parks. And... <laughs> Where the hell are those amusement parks? Uh, Montana. Oh. Uh, <laughs> actually, Idaho. Uh, there was one in Idaho where the the, uh, the roller coaster... The, the restraints were actually being held together by duct tape, and you could see all the cans of used oil... Just in a pile next to the roller coaster, it, it was it was very disturbing. But to go on, uh, Universal has tried different things over the years in the uh, special effects theater that it is now, and one of the shows they tried was Spider-Man the Musical. Now, not to be confused with the thing in New York, which is probably equally as bad. <laughs> um, which, by the way, we need to talk about the Batman thing coming up too at the Thomas and Mac because I don't know if you got tickets. Apparently, Kyle has already. Well, yeah, Kyle. Yeah, the uh, the Batman live show, which basically looks like Batman meets Cirque. Which I, yeah, I, 
I, I, I, we have to go see it. We have, to, we see have it. to go see it. It looks horrible, but I have to go see it. Yeah. Um, so they tried Spider-Man in, in a, a theme park setting, and basically it was Spider-Man, the first movie generally set to whatever music they thought was popular that Universal owned, apparently. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, yeah, that's not limiting at all. Yeah, so characters would break into random songs uh, that were, you know, top 40 hits at one point or another. And at one point, the Green Goblin captures Mary Jane. And Mary Jane is trying to be defiant to the Green Goblin. Show him that she's not going to back down because she's a strong woman. She's not going to take it. That that would have been a much better song than as she's pushing the Green Goblin away, singing Voulez-vous coucher à soi, which translates... I think it's avec moi. Whatever Because that means with me in France. I don't know. French? In French. In French. French. That's a a great kind of dressing, I think, they serve at the Olive Garden. Yes. Um, But yeah, Voulez-vous coucher, whatever the... the, I want to sleep with you. As she's pushing away... it just seems so wrong. It seemed... Oh, I, I, I almost <laughs> cried a little bit when I saw that. And it, it was just so bad. And that, ladies and gentlemen, completes the rant section of the Bizarro Radio Show. <laughs> yeah, so, but yeah, Batman, Batman the, 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 the live show coming to the Thomas and Mac looks I hilariously bet you, I horrible. I bet you they're not going to sing. I, I'm hoping not, but... Oh, it, looks so, it looks so hilariously bad. And I think I might have to dress up for it, too, if we go. I, I have. I have. Well, you know, after that shooting, I'm not sure they'll allow it. That's true. Uh, I won't go with the orange hair. That <laughs> seems like in bad taste. Uh, it might be a good idea. <laughs> oh goodness. So yeah. So we probably need a song of some sort now. Oh, um, do we? Okay. Well, oh, I don't know. I, I, we I, we both ranted. Um, here's okay. Well, you know, here's something. Now there are different ways to relax. Some people, uh, like me, I'll play the original Unreal Tournament when I'm pissed off or, or, or something to shoot people and not actually shoot people because the you know, jail puts a real crimp in a magic career. So not necessarily. <laughs> talk to uh, talk to the Pen Dragons. Well, talk to uh, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, oh gosh, the guy you just saw in Florida. Um, the guy, which guy in Florida? Oh, the guy, uh, Dan Harlan. Talk to Dan Harlan. Oh, talk to, yeah, 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 talk to the yeah. Pen Dragons. <laughs> Bob Markwood. All right, none of you know who we're talking about, probably. So, so anyway, a lot of different ways to relax. Some people, uh, some people like the viol- Some people like the violin. Some people like I don't know how does that whiskey in the jar song go. There's a whole thing about how people. Oh, it doesn't matter. Mm. Uh, there's actually a whole. Uh, what is it? A Doctor Hook of the Medicine show talking about different ways to relax and stuff. But that's not the point. I'm talking about drugs. Uh, here's something. Here's a way. A few girls I know. Who, some of you might be listening in. Who like to enjoy things? Here's a song about a vibrator. <laughs> Well, baby's got something in the seat of a pan She flips it on And it makes it sound Makes his buzzing sound Can't ignore She flips it on Steps out on the floor Well, it runs on high It runs on low But she don't care Just watch it go She goes All around the floor She bought every last battery down At the battery store She's my buzz bomb, baby She bought a glass battery down at the battery store. Oh, you should see her go! Oh, the switch got broke. She didn't stop dancing on the shoes and smoke. She went. 
That was a song going out to uh, somebody in the chat room. They should know who you are. Uh, that song is Earth vs. Spider. I played that song for her once, and she said, oh, that's, that's how I feel. So I always think of that song when I think of that name. So, and before that, we had the Flame Trick Subs, a great band out of Austin, Texas. Their upright bass player only has one hand. 
His name is Lefty DeMarco. Really? He, he nice. plays the chords up top with his with with his wrist basically, and then he plucks with his hand. Really? And he's better with one hand than some, most people are with two. It's amazing. Yeah. That used to describe my dating life. Actually, <laughs> uh, what do you mean used to? Yeah, it, it, my, it describes my current dating life rather well. Uh. <laughs> so uh, we have a lot of friends here at the Bizarre Radio Show, and for those of you just tuning in, uh, who I spammed earlier. Uh, go to our chat room, uh, opticalillusionist.com slash radio. Eventually we'll have a chat room up on uh, doubledownradio.com, but, uh, you know, things things take time. Well, some people have lives or are just easily distracted by shiny objects. Yes, that, that's usually me. Uh, easily distracted is, 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 oh, look, a butterfly. No, okay. Uh, <laughs> so, yes, uh, yeah, that, if I wasn't easily distracted, I'd, I would probably have done so much more with my life. I think I would have uh, cured cancer by now, and I don't, I don't know something besides eat pizza and been really good at Tetris, which I am really good at Tetris. <laughs> okay, I want to. You know, here's something a lot of people don't. I don't think a lot of people know uh, about Tetris. They give you the pieces you need to make a Tetris. By the way, for those of you who are not complete fucking dorks. Tetris means four lines. Tetris. Well, I don't know if that's what it means. No, but actually, uh, getting he, a Tetris means you clear okay. four or more lines, but four is I think all you can Tetris, clear. Te- the definite, yeah, yes. from the game because Tetris actually was from. I, it's sad that I know this. You, well, you're going to out dork me, aren't yes. you? Yes. Uh, hold on, hold on. Shocker, about to whip out his dork. Everybody, stand back. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I, I would hope to have a much bigger zip than that to whip out my dork, but oh, unfortunately, no, I don't. Um, yes, uh, I, it came from two words: uh, tetrino, which is any object that is can be represented by four squares and something basically he combined two words I don't know the second half of that but Alexander Patrilov or the guy who invented Tetris made up the word but the first like, part wait a minute you know the guy's name who invented Tetris yeah it, when it was on it was on the Nintendo how is it you've ever had sex <laughs> Well, I'm sorry, those ahead. Game Boys are pretty sexy, and <laughs> the right, slot finish, used to be much bigger. Finish the story. Finish uh, the story. But you know, you were talking about it because I, I just wanted to interrupt you and say that te- the word Tetris was actually a combination of two words. But Tetrino is anything made up of four blocks, which is why all the symbols in Tetris are all the possibilities of taking four blocks and making a shape out of them. Ah, okay. So, so yes. Well, thank you for that. Yes. <laughs> yes. That, there you go. I'm no Bill Nye, but. Uh, Man, I wouldn't fuck with Bill Nye. No, it's great how a made up. It's great how a made up story has made him into like the internet badass. Like that didn't actually happen. It was like the, I essential, know, yes. the Onion-ish website made that up. But everybody's like, "That is so awesome!" That Bill Nye's like, "Ah, screw it. Yeah, maybe I said that. I, I don't know. I, Why not? I, I think he should claim it. The legend is better than the truth. He, he, he's uh, Billy the Kid now, or something like that." But you were saying they give you enough pieces. I, I'm actually curious what you were about to say about Tetris. Oh, so if you if you if you play it right, if you lay every piece they give you right, you will be able to land a Tetris every time, especially at the beginning. Like if you lay them all just right, they give you the right pieces to do what you need to do, at least in the, my experience, and then you'll have no problems. But if you're just a tard and play some wherever the hell you feel like it, that doesn't make any sense. Then you're screwed. You don't think it's just mildly random? I used to no, I used to think that until I just noticed it. I kept putting them in the right spot, and they would eventually give you a piece that just hit it every time, and I could sit there and just clear it and clear it and clear it. Uh, 
mind you, you know, this was back when I played on a Game Boy the original Game yes. Boy. Oh yes, the old green and the old. green and slightly yes, black black. It wasn't even black. It was it was green and not as green. Yeah, green and like grayish. Yeah. Um, yes, I actually uh, that was pretty much the only game I had for the Game Boy for a long time, and it still would give you a headache. And I, I never had any problems with that. I, I would get a headache every once in a while, especially when you tried to play a Mario game on it, which people don't realize there are Mario games on that. Because I worked at a GameStop before it was called GameStop, and I used to sell those games. What was it called before GameStop? It was Funko Land. Which was, I thought was the weirdest fucking name for... Yeah, yeah. What, what did Funko mean? I mean, I guess, they, I, I guess they took fun, company, and land just because everything was yeah. land at that point. And you know it started in Texas. Just so you know, oh, started well, a lot of things actually have started in Texas. Like me, I got, you got I started, you got in, started Texas. in Texas, <laughs> or your dad finished in Texas. Hey, you look at hey, there we go. Well, finish him. There we go. <laughs> yes. so, but yeah, it started because basically the guy was like, "Hey, I, I wonder. I, I have this game. I wonder if I could trade for another one." And like he put an ad in the paper. It started off as a newspaper thing. And he had a guy write in who wanted, let's say, Tetris. This isn't the actual game, but he wanted Tetris, and uh, he wanted to trade for Mario Brothers. And then, like, the next letter he got or the next contact he got was a guy wanting to trade Mario Brothers for something. So the first two things just worked out perfectly for the kind of trade he needed to do, and he made, like, five bucks, and he was like, this is a business. And a year later, it became Funko Land, which then became GameStop. And if I wasn't... If I was so much of a dork, it, I... <laughs> You would think I would own a Funko Land Letterman's jacket like I, you were an actual football player with a big F on. Oh, wait, I did have one of those. Because, yeah, when I was manager of a Funko Land, I, my store sold a lot. And they, they gave you really nice ones for Christmas when you were a good manager. And then the next year they gave you really shitty ones. <laughs> and when, then they fired you. And they fired, no, I actually quit that job. That was one of the few jobs. Is that, I, wait, did you quit to go work at Houdini's? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Um, I quit. Oh, that's because you were you were in Texas at the time. I was in Chicago. Actually. Oh, were you? Okay, because I, I know you lived in Texas for a while. I, lived, I went to school in Texas, Tyler, Texas. Tyler, to man, that's a bit of a drive yes, from where I was. I, I delivered, yeah, and I made that drive a lot because there wasn't much to do in Tyler, <laughs> right. Texas. The only girls so. to have sex with were in in Dallas. <laughs> actually, no, they were in Longview, oh, which okay. was an hour the other direction. Gotcha. Um, but her parents weren't home a lot, so that worked out well. Um, yeah, so, <laughs> but yeah, I would drive to Dallas. No, when I was in Tyler, I delivered pizza. Oh, I wow, a pizza that's delivery man. Yeah, uh, I, I think uh, Liz was a delivery driver at one point for a Jason's Deli, and she's told me some weird stories about that. So. Oh, I, you know, I didn't hate it. I would, I would actually, if I needed a mindless job, I would do that again. What kind of music did you listen to when you when you delivered? What what, what did you blare? Uh, uh, I think it, it was definitely still the the metal days for me. So, uh. I, but you got to remember back then. Metal it, was cool. No, well, not only that, but it, it was a lot of mixtapes. I made lots of mix. How much of my life was spent making mixtapes? I'm amused by all the pictures going around on Facebook of, hey, if you know what these two things have in common, a pencil and a, a cassette, I'm like, look, okay, yes, some people may not know what that exact may, may not have seen one of those or done that, but I'm pretty sure they're not stupid. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, you know, when they first were like, 
if you re- if you remember Rainbow Bright, you know you were born in that that whole born in the eighties kind of thing where if you remember this, and it was like mildly entertaining for like a week, and now everybody's like, look, look at this picture and see how old you are if you remember these things. And- I, I will say the one that just made me just kind of made me sad when I saw it because you know talk earlier about Facebook and how it does this. Facebook is almost like the Chris Angel of the social media world. It changes to fit whatever's popular at the time. Oh, I thought you were just going to say it was a douchebag. No, 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 no. <laughs> like, Facebook was MySpace for a while with all the wall, Super Poke, Super Wall, all the games and stuff. Right, you know? right. And it's still, there's still... Which I do play Press Your Luck on Facebook. Okay, I'm going to stop talking to you right. real quick. Uh, <laughs> I mean, at least you're not playing Farmville. I don't play Farmville. Or Vampires. And I don't, and or I don't invite anymore. people. I don't go, hey, everybody needs to send me blah, blah, blah. It's... There's Press Your Luck on Facebook. And I, I like that. And I played te- Press Your Luck, Tetris, and uh, Solitaire Blitz. Wow, three. Solitaire. Nothing says sad, lonely guy more than the Solitaire on Facebook. Anyway, anyway I thought it would have been the, the massive amounts of porn that I watch in front of my computer. But okay, Solitaire too. <laughs> you know, if they had a porn app on Facebook, you know you'd be part of it. Yeah. Anyway, so Facebook Pornville. for a while. Pornville. <laughs> please, please, come visit my bordello. <laughs> Nice, yes. Wallet, you shut the fuck up. Because <laughs> with Farmville, this is all you hear. <laughs> and, and, oh, really? And, Some neighborhoods in Pornville, yes. that would be all you hear, too. <laughs> so, uh, so Facebook is now kind of become Tumblr, because now it's nothing but photos being posted everywhere. That was kind of my point with that. So, uh, somebody earlier asked me a question. They said, hey, are you still doing uh, cover love in the songs that banned them? And I, and I said, of course we are. That would be silly. For those of you who don't know what the hell I'm talking about, Cover songs and the, uh, the cover love and the songs that banned them is a feature here on Bizarre Radio where we play the uh, play our, uh, the original song and then we play a cover of the song right afterwards because hey why not? Uh, so uh, you talk about listening to metal music driving around and I was trying to think oh let's get a metal song uh, old eighties metal song to play and I, and I actually have a cover of an eighties metal song as well so uh, what we're gonna do is we're gonna play a little bit of Skid Row's Psychotherapy followed up with the Ramones version.
Foos Frankes? None? Then you need the all-new International Log! Just tug its twig and you'll turn your log into a talking tree, fluent in five foreign tongues! There's French! Allez, viens, mon coco! German! Rospidoit! Strudel! Espanol! Las cucarachas entran, pero no pueden salir. Spanish! I am a bearded lady. And of course, New York ease. Hey, can't you see I'm walking here? Yes, log. All nations love log. So hurry now to your local store and be the first in your country to have the international log. What rolls downstairs, the motor and pairs, rolls over your neighbor's dog. What's great for a snack, it fits on your back, it's log, log, log. Really fun. I got your log right here. Everyone needs a log, so you're gonna love it, log. Yes, sir, I like it. Alright, raise your hand if you remember that old uh, that old show right oh, there. Yeah, yeah. My friends actually once had a Ren and Stimpy watch party. We were throwing bars of soap around. They actually made like sh- a shaving yak foam to eat. It was uh, ice cream with sprinkles in it, and uh, it was a lot of fun. That was a great that was a great time uh, back back when those shows kind of shows were on. I gotta say that when they would do the close-up stills, that would always disturb me a little bit. Oh, that was kind of the point. I yeah, think. I know. And SpongeBob actually has ripped taken, that off. Yeah, ripped it off completely. SpongeBob is the is is a very is very much a poor man's Ren and Stimpy. And I tried watching it, and every, they would do a joke that was funny, and immediately, immediately kill it and make me hate it with some lame stupid joke right after. Well, it, it was it, like, had this been for adults, like it had, it had been Ren and Stimpy with a sponge and a starfish, I think it would have, I mean it wouldn't have done as good as it did for kids, obviously, but I think it would have been just as good as Ren and Stimpy, so, I don't know. What are you going to do? Yeah, I think, well, uh, what's the, the, it's basically a marketable Ren and because Ren and Stimpy did okay, but if you want your kids to buy the bed sheets, then you've got to make it. Uh, Palpable, palpable. Yeah, for yeah. for the the younger crowd. Too. Yeah, well, there is that. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, for those of you who are just joining us here on the Bizarre Radio Show, one more time, uh, we have a chat room. Come join us, opticalillusionist.com slash radio. Come join us in the chat room. Come say hi. Come chat with other listeners right now. Make requests that I'm not going to play, uh, or I might. You never know. I might just change my mind and go. Yeah, let's listen to some show tunes. Why the hell not? <laughs> so, uh, I'm going to play another song here. Uh, this is in honor. Speaking of old shows, yes. uh, did you know Syphil and Ollie is coming back? Really? Yeah, they're going to be doing fake video game reviews. Apparently, okay. I just saw this online, and I told my friend Sid, and he, you know, he was like, "Oh my god!" Because we used to do, we did a little puppet series called Space Slugs for a while, and it was ridiculous. And it, it, it wasn't like Syphil and Ollie at all, it, it, except in the fact it was hand puppets, and we made weird stuff out of the The puppets were made of weird stuff. And I, this is going to sound... This was nowhere near as professional as Syphil and Ollie, and so if that tells you anything. <laughs> uh, but in honor of that, I'm playing a Syphil and Ollie song. I've got laser eyes, and I know what you're thinking. It comes as no surprise. Christmas lights are blinking. And I'm so curious, and I'm so curious, and I'm so curious, and I've got laser Right. Hey. I've got laser eyes, hey. and I know what you're thinking. Hey. It comes as no surprise. Christmas lights are blinking. Hey. I'm so curious, and I'm so curious, and I'm so curious. 
white women at? Alrighty, so uh, <laughs> that was that was a little Sifla and Ollie action right there. Uh, because hey, why not? They're coming back. Everything you know, everything that we loved uh, or tolerated as kids is coming back. Beavis and Butthead came back. I know Grinner Stimpy's tried to come back a couple times. Right. Uh, and I heard the new incarnation was just perverse. I never saw any of them, but I heard they did. Syphil and Ollie's coming back. Uh, so it's, we got all sorts of crazy stuff making comebacks, mainly because people in the position of power just don't want to think about anything original or take a chance on anything Actually, new. Actually, no. It's the, I, I, see, I'll, I'll go the other corporate way, is the people who grew up with that stuff now are old enough that they have money again that they want to start rebuying. The, you can buy Iron Maiden shirts at Hot Topic. That yeah, that's a little messed up, isn't I, it? I kind of agree, yes. Yeah. But, you know, it, it, it's all all the 80s stuff being retro. It's like, oh, the kids are into it, too. But, yeah, no, it's it's the dorks like us. And it's like, oh, I would like a Rubik's Cube belt buckle again. And <laughs> a Rubik's Cube belt buckle? A Rubik's Cube belt buckle. Did you have one of those? Um, well, let's just say I played with my belt buckle a lot. Ah, right? so yeah, 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 who knows what I was doing exactly, but I who never solved it. Who knows but. what you're doing right now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is radio. So. <laughs> <laughs> the closest to a spank sound effect, I think. Uh, uh, yeah, it's well, you know, the, the, I used to use that uh, sound effect on Sid to crack the you know, crack the whip and make him pick cotton for me. Uh, <laughs> so. Oh man, yeah, it's uh, it's weird the nostalgia thing that we uh, we we we've, we uh, we have been subjected to in the last ten years. All sorts of things just coming back from the grave, if you will. Well, I mean, I just I just rebought Super Mario World for Game Boy. I, and yes, when we were in L.A. Uh, in L.A., from, yes, off, uh, off, a, off some like Mexican uh, street corners. Yeah. Uh, you know, I could have got that and really bad tasting gum, apparently. <laughs> and I've been I've been playing the heck out of Super Mario World. I mean, how's that just, going for you? i uh, pretty. You know, yeah. it works pretty good. Uh, How's that whole not having a job thing working out for you? <laughs> well, you get a lot of time to play Super Mario World. That's right, yeah. So. Well, you know, we're both, you know, as both of us being magicians and performers, we get to, the, our daytime tends to be open quite a bit because we work at night. And, you know, I wake up, I spend at least an hour waking up checking things on the internet that I may have missed in the, like, 12 hours I've been asleep. Um, that's an exaggeration. It's more like 14. Um, uh, yes. And, um, and so, uh, I just cannot get myself motivated until like midnight. It's weird. I, I find it hard to be really into anything uh, before, before. Yeah, then. I get moving a little earlier just because good TV is on in the afternoon. And you actually watch TV. I don't watch TV. I, I watch TV, and 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 the shocker does actually work out. So that's true. Yeah, this this guy dropped like fifty kittens worth of, of weight <laughs> yes. a while back. He used to be like my size, and now now he's now uh, I'm fun size. Now he's now yes, now he's fun size Barbie. Uh, <laughs> she fits in the trunk. <laughs> Chris Brown approved. <laughs> Hold on, if we're gonna do that, where's the uh, what? What does Rihanna call call her power tools and Chris Brown? Black and Decker. Oh, oh, oh! All right. Anyway, uh, we're going right to hell for that. <laughs> Oh, yes. Well, at least I didn't say Scott Peterson, because that would have been in bad taste. I, I actually don't get that. You want to explain that to me? Uh, well, you don't watch TV. He's the no. guy in Chicago who basically his third wife disappeared. They Was he a magician? No. Oh, no. okay. Just checking. No, that would be Marshall Bardeen in Chicago. Um, 
No, his third wife disappeared. They ruled it as an... Or she died. They ruled it as an accident, but weird because she, like, drowned in the pool, but under suspicious circumstances. Then his fourth wife disappeared, so they decided, yeah, let's look at that third wife situation again (laughs) and put him on trial, and they just found him guilty. So they... Yeah. And there's the cops now calling to say stop talking about it. But yeah, so so yeah, Drew Peterson is the the new Casey Anthony, uh, George Zimmerman, the new news story of bad things that happened in the public eye. So. Well, thank you for informing me on that. As I actually keep a lot of, I, I, I watch way too much Nancy Grace. I don't even like to admit it. I only watch it for like a minute at a time. But now I know what's going on in the world of judgmental lesbian-looking women. <laughs> Wait a minute, that's redundant, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Okay, I just check it. All right. So uh, coming up in October, we were talking about local bands earlier, but coming up in October, hey, guess what? The Shocker and Bizarro have a show. Woo! Uh, it's called the Shock and Bizarro Show. You can actually go to our website and see uh, some of our videos of the, some of the routines we'll be doing. Uh, shockandbizarre.com. Spell both ways because because <laughs> one of us is smart like that. <laughs> Uh, shock- they had a special on websites. And- yeah, uh, we'll be, We're actually going to be uh, the weekend of uh, the 21st. Ni- 19th. 19th. 19th, 20th, and 21st. We're going to be at Calico Ghost Town in Yermo, California, performing the Shock and, excuse me, shock and Bizarre Show. And you'll see all sorts of... Shocker will be cut in half at one point. Uh, we we will kill an audience member every show. Woohoo! Uh, we 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 get it. It we, is Yermo, California. There's a lot of desert to uh, hide yeah, them in. Yeah, so. we play. Uh, we're going to be playing with uh, some uh, voodoo, some voodoo, some fire, maybe uh, a little bit of fire, some razor blades. It's going to be a very dangerous show. Perfect for the kids. Bring them out. Bring, bring the kids out. It's a good time for all. Right. And so, in honor of that, and as it gets closer to Halloween, we're going to have a lot more Halloween music, uh, Halloween themed shows. Uh, as the radio bizarre radio show progresses, we'll have a lot more uh, crazy themes like we used to back in the day, and uh, also we'll eventually have the call in f- feature. Whenever I figure out how to make that work, we're gonna ha- you can call on your phone and talk to us live here on the radio. We'll try to have that set up for next week, but I make no promises because hey, I got a life. Eat, fuck off. So with that in mind, with Halloween coming up, here's a little song uh, from us to you. This is the Misfits Halloween. <laughs>
Some songs for you, the Misfits Halloween to celebrate our Halloween. We were actually while we were just we were discussing our new poster for the show that we're having made up by a gentleman uh, who uh, does some really awesome artwork. And when yeah. it's finished, we'll unveil that. Hopefully. What's what's his name? Because I, uh, uh, I think people should check out his website because he actually has really cool. Well, I don't know if he actually has a website. No, uh, he does. I looked it oh, up. Did he? Okay. I, I just, right. If you Google Corlin Kruger, C O R L E N. K R U G E R. Yeah, Freddy's uh, more attractive brother. Yes, Corlin Kruger, the more artistic of the uh, of the of the Kruger brothers. Yes, uh, <laughs> you can see some of his artwork, which is really awesome. And he's doing our poster for the Shock and Bizarre Halloween show, which yeah, 
I think it's going to be cool. I'm, I, I am going to be a dork and get one framed, I think, when we get the prints. Oh, done. well, yeah, yeah. Well, we're, we're going to get the digital copy. We can do whatever we want with it. So I'll tell you something awesome. Speaking of things that, uh, you know, I found, you know those silver roller shade things? And I'm asking people at home, not necessarily you, because yes. I've already showed it to you. The silver roller shade things people use now in all corporate events. I found one of those at Savers for $10, and those things are expensive usually. So. I'm so freaking jealous. I want one of those. I know, I know. You're jealous of my, you covet my ice fly, too. That, you know, yes, yes. <laughs> Yeah, that was an inside joke that like one other person might get. Uh, yeah, uh, for those of you just tuning in, uh, one more time, I'm gonna I'm gonna pimp this as often as I can because we want you people in here uh, talking to us and chatting us up at the in the uh, chat room for the Bizarre Radio Show, uh, OpticalIllusionist.com/slash/radio, and you can chat with us and whatnot. And also, if you're listening and have to leave your house for any reason, we do have this show available on mobile uh, mobile devices. Yes. You can listen to it in your car or, or at work or wherever. As long as you have an iPhone or, or as long, yeah, as long as you Android. have and most not on the do. actual radio. In no, your car, no. Well, no, because on the actual radio, we couldn't say fuck. That's fucking <laughs> or, true. Or uh, or or I couldn't uh, show you my penis like <laughs> this. <laughs> <laughs> Put that away. Uh, <laughs> Actually, uh, what is? I just had. I just remembered a song I want to play. Uh, this is we were, we just. I, I don't remember who it was. We were talking about monkey midgets the other day. Monkey midgets. Monkey midgets. And there's actually a song called Monkey Midget. I want you to hear it. What's one by one? So yeah, if this was real radio, we couldn't have just played that song. That's true. So is there? Are there really monkey midgets? Like midget monkeys? Uh, my friend Sid. 
He's a ninja. Okay. <laughs> he's, a, he's a monkey. Baby. We when we did our uh, sideshow, we would put he would do reverse blackface because he's a black dude. Sort okay. of. I, well, no, according to him, he's actually a white guy in a cheap Darth Vader costume, but that's not the point. Uh, he. Uh, <laughs> He's in another state, and he's still he's still getting he's still on this damn show. Uh, he would put on he put white around his eyes and his lips, and come out on a chain and be the ape boy. That was and that was his idea. That wasn't our idea. By <laughs> I was the gonna way. say yes. that was all him, man. He'd come out and start humping our legs, start eating fire. It was at some point. Now this was my idea. I wanted to get a midget. There was this midget stripper who I knew in, in, in the goth club, but I could I and I kept I called some strip clubs because I, I lost, we lost track of her, and I'm like, hey. Do you have a midget stripper there? And they're like, no. What are you talking? And I'm like, how many? This they're like, and we need to report you now for right. making this phone call. So uh, yeah, exactly. And so I wanted to dress her up in a KKK outfit with a smiley face over the hood, right? Okay. And then have her with an organ grinder bring him out and just have and like, oh. just sit there and play the organ grinder while he performed. And that- in Texas, it would be fine. Well, yeah. Baltimore, we'd get shot. Well, what was funny, actually, uh, it was a freak show wrestling character they had done, which was the Confused Racist, which was... Oh, I remember him. Yeah, yeah. it was a black guy in a KKK hood, and... It was like he, Uncle Ruckus, with, but, but with a clan uh, hood. It was pretty funny. It, it was like, he just... He was very confused. And, and Dave Chappelle did that, too. He, he mm. was uh, the blind racist who grew up... He was a black man who grew up in a racist family, so he was very racist and didn't realize he was black, and it was a very... Funny bit on the Chappelle what, show. One of one of the one of the few and far between funny bits yeah, on the Chappelle, Chappelle show. Chappelle unfortunately, show does not have a ton of. Fun. Well, I, I, I thought it was. Interesting. I remember when they tried to do the uh, Jeff Dunham show like the Chappelle show, and it just didn't work. No, it didn't play at all. And I was really disappointed that that's the format they thought was best to go with, giving the fact that Jeff Dunham is such a like improv like. Genius in some respects. In some, well, kind of improv. Oh yeah, yeah no, I've mean, seen him riff on people like okay. on TV shows and stuff. Just, uh, just, just. Usually, it's with Walter because he could be the meanest with Walter. Right. Yes. Because yeah. It's funny. I have a friend. Puppet, puppets are very interesting because I have a friend. You know, and this is in, in Texas. This guy had a little armadillo puppet and would just screw with people. Right. And he was mean to him, and everybody thought it was funny. And, and this this redneck dude just couldn't take it anymore. He's like, "I'm gonna kick your ass." The guy's like, "Calm down, sir. Calm down. It's just a just a show." He's like, "Hey, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to that little fella on your lap." <laughs> People really get into puppets when it's done right. Yeah, yeah. If you can, well, I, I I like Jeff Dunham. You know, he was an overnight success that took 20 years to get there. Well, that's everybody, though. No, I know, but I, I I liked him. I remember watching him back in the 80s, 80s, yeah. late 90s when comedy was all over TV and Comic Strip Live and all Jalapeno those TV shows. On a stick was freaking. Oh yeah, we, there was a number of. That's where I first saw Amazing Jonathan. I used to have a. I had a videotape of him. I think this was either right before or right right as he started wearing the headband. Uh, I had footage of him without the headband at one point, but uh, yeah, I remember. Did he wear him. the headband on Star Search? Uh, I don't remember. I, don't I think remember. he did. Probably. I, I like his reason for wearing a headband. One, he you know he sweat a lot, and also when you do cocaine, you sweat a lot more. <laughs> apparently, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't know. Uh, Actually, neither one of us would know. No, I suppose. Yeah, we're we're a bunch of straight edge weirdos. I don't know how that happened. You know. I, uh, well, I don't. I do not promote drug use, but I think some people do need to do need some form of drug to calm the fuck down. Uh, I, I just don't want to do drugs because I don't want to share the credit. There you go. Yeah, that's that's funny. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's a completely stolen. I know. Line. Who's I'm a crazy that? guy in uh, Illinois? Uh, there's a place called the Ravens Grin Inn. It is a year-round haunted house. 
which uh, oh, gosh, I can't remember the name of the town in Illinois, but it's way out, way out in in western Illinois, far away from everything. It's this five story house that the guy basically turned into a freaky art project. And I mean, we're, we're we're talking farm field Illinois that there's nobody checking to see if the sprinkler system is working right or anything like that. Like the house is a death trap. So it it's really like is. it's like Major Jonathan's haunts that he used to do. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. Okay. And so this guy had a slide going from the top of the house to the basement, and he had you would open the microwave, and the microwave was a hidden passage into another room, and it was just. This crazy thing, and he would take you on a tour of his house and say just the most screwed up stuff, and that was one of the fun ones, was people see all the art in my house, and they think I do drugs, and I tell them I don't do drugs because I don't want to share the credit, and I just always thought that was a great line, so I steal it a lot. No, it is a good line. That's uh, it's a perfect line, actually. Yeah, he does have a website, but the website does not reflect nearly the, the insanity, the of, insanity the place. of the place. Yeah. Yeah. You, and he's there year-round. Don't go in October, because he takes you on a private tour of the house, and it takes an hour to get through, so if you go on in October for Halloween, you're waiting in line for like eight hours to do what you could do in 20 minutes in January. And where is this at? Uh, Mount Carroll. Mount Carroll, Illinois. Okay, well, next time we go to... How far is that from Chicago? Two hours. Okay, well, next but time... Maybe next time drive. we go to Chicago, maybe we'll go up there. Because uh, that'd be fun. It is. Uh, it, it's very cool. It's something everyone who likes haunted houses should really see. Interesting. Okay. I uh, just got a request in the chat room to play some Alex Can't Sleep, uh, one of my favorite bands from Texas. Uh, we used to do some crazy stuff with them, so... Uh, <laughs> put, a, put up your mohawks and uh, rock out to a little Valentino. <laughs>
by request in the chat room. Uh, the chat room, of course, opticalillusionist.com slash radio. And after that was another uh, Dallas band, uh, the Von Erics, uh, with Old Chunk of Coal, which is a cover of a um, uh, Johnny Cash tune, I believe. And that was a song about a town I'm a big old fan of. And if you, I'm not, I'm not going to tell you anything about that song, but if you know what, what movie that song is from, Shout it out in the chat room. I want to see if anybody else is, a, is as big a dork as I am. I, I'm sure you knew what that was from, yeah? Uh, you know, I, I do, but it's not on, off the top of my oh, head okay. right now. All so. right. Well, I, I would do... I would, hey, let's do, uh, let's do uh, some... Oh, not Pictionary. What are you, charades for the people at home. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Uh, what, what, one word. Yeah, no, no, no. First, yeah. uh, for, for first word. Oh, it's a lot of words, actually. I'm going to do big, really bad at charades because I'm going to talk because we're on the radio. Okay, there's two, two, okay, there's two words, two. And, and I'm just going to give you the two that will make you realize what it is. Okay. All right. Um, let's see. Okay, boobs, <laughs> and show, show, showgirl, uh, dancing, waving. Oh, uh, uh, Mardi Gras. <laughs> <laughs> I like how me grabbing my tent, waving, and putting a crown on my head, it says Mardi Gras, which actually it does. Yes, it does. Okay, let me give you the second The there. second word should probably help. Jumping spider? <laughs> <laughs> Jumping spider. Yes. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm great at charades, by the way. <laughs> oh, frog. Oh, yeah, it, it, yeah, that one. Is that from Princess and the Frog? Yes, that is. That's the opening song to Princess and the okay, Frog. Okay, I thought it was an older song than that for some reason. Like, it was from something else. 
Uh, yes, I should have known that because I saw Princess and the Frog at the Walt Disney Studios, actually. So I liked it. I, I thought the soundtrack was way better than some of their previous soundtracks in years, uh, and, I, and for you know, I thought it was a fine movie. I, I've seen it a handful of times and I like it. I mean, it's just as good. As, I mean, it, it's not like Beauty and the Beast back when that stuff. You know, because the thing is, the, when they when Beauty and the Beast, Little Mermaid, all the, that that golden era, if you will, of right. Disney, people were like fat because that technology and that that uh, those concepts just they were like wow, blown away. But now we've seen everything. Yeah, well, I don't. It's know hard the, to impress people. I don't now. know if it was the technology as much as Disney just stole from the right old kind of movies for those, and then they've run out of. Like basically, Lion King not only was a Japanese thing, but it's essentially, um, is it? I think it's Hamlet or a yeah, Hamlet, 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 Hamlet. Yeah, Hamlet. I mean it, it's essentially Hamlet, and then Little Mermaid is Little Mermaid, Little Mermaid with so, a happier ending. Yeah. So they they took from the and they kind of well, ran out. Well, I mean all yeah they I mean they, you can only do so many fairy tales before you're screwed. I mean Hansel and Gretel is the one they've skipped so far. They haven't yeah. done that yet. I mean but there's a lot of old crazy fairy tales that are still out there to be fair. Right. Well, you saw what happened when they tried to do original ones and then Michael Eisner got involved too and then we get Home on the Range with Roseanne Barr as the well, Although Hercules I I, well, I like okay, Hercules. Well, hold on. What about Fox and the Hound? Was that based off something? Fox and the Hound was was I can't watch the movie cuz it's depressing, say, that, but it that was That was good. in that that was in that weird era of uh in between though. It was after Disney died yeah. and before the resurgence. So like Fox and the Hound, The Rescuers, Rescuers yeah. was good. Rescuers was good, but it, it also kind of got lost in there. It, it Black Cauldron was good when I was a kid, and then when I watched it as an adult, I realized where everybody said it sucked. Yeah, <laughs> Black Cauldron actually had its own attraction in Tokyo Disneyland oh, for wow. a while. Okay, uh, and then that's finally gone now. <laughs> finally this. gone. Yeah. Um, it sounded like it was really cool too. It was like almost a haunted walkthrough because huh. Japanese people love their haunted walkthrough yeah. attractions. Which I, I I look up amusement parks in Japan. And one someday I will go to amusement parks in Japan because they just seem crazy cool out there. Well, didn't you say they're doing something with, like that looks insane with some of the haunted mansion, like they, well, their version uh, of the haunted mansion? That's going to be the one in Hong Kong, which is China. Uh, oh, the the Tokyo Tokyo's haunted mansion is exactly like Florida's haunted mansion, but in Hong Kong they're building what they call Mystic Manor. Which they basically just completely reworked the whole concept of what the Haunted Mansion is. And it's going to be this guy's house who is a collector. So he's got all these weird um, artifacts that he's got over the years. And all the artifacts come to life. And the cars are going to be trackless. So they're just going to be going, oh, it looks really, really cool. And we're not going to get it in America, which sucks. Um, why, why is that, you think? Uh, because Disney doesn't. Basically, Disney has sniffed out that there's lots of money in China. So they are spending <laughs> their money over there right now because China... Well, I mean, honestly, China is... We have this trillion-dollar national debt. You know who we owe it to? China. China. So, I mean, China has the money right now, and Disney's, li- like most multinational, multinational companies, has decided, let's go invest over there where they can actually spend us money that we don't owe them back. So... Disney's building uh, the Hong Kong Disneyland. They're putting one in Shanghai, so they're going to actually have two in China by the end of, I think, next year. Uh, And then the one in Tokyo, and yeah, so... Uh, Somebody in the chat room who I know was stationed over in Japan for a while, she says that Disneyland in Japan is generally creepy overall, period. (laughs) Oh, that's actually good. I I, I like a little bit of creepy in my Disney, so... (laughs) You look up that weird Disney princess porn, don't you? 
I have. I don't enjoy it, but you know, it, it, I, was, I don't enjoy it much. I don't enjoy it much, but I, 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 I can't say that I've never looked at. I, I did you see what was the Disney princesses in real life pictures that were floating around for a while? It's like they'd done them in realism, realism kind of uh, stuff. There was a couple of pretty good looking ones. In There's there. a few, and actually, at, at um, a, a trend at Comic Con because basically a group of girls did it one year. And everybody went nuts and took all their... It's like Slave Leia, where, you know, a couple girls did Slave Leia one year, and then it took off, and now everybody, like, you go to a... There's hundreds of them. There's fat guys in Slave Leia outfits. Yeah, exactly. So they did that... Basically, they did sexy Disney princesses at Comic-Con one year, and... Now it's everywhere. And now, yes. Yeah, well, you know, once one person has a good idea, everybody wants it. Kind of like that Jeff McBride video. Right, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, that's... It's a, it's a comp... It's not a compliment. It's it's a, it's a sign to show that you've made it to the point where people like your stuff enough to steal it. It's like, you, you are that well-revered for theft, I Well, guess. It, you know, it... it when people say it, 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 it's the kind of sucky form of flattery, but it is imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. If somebody steals from you, that means it was so cool they want to do it. They want to cosplay you, basically. And well, I, I, I don't think it's flattery. I don't think I don't. I, I disagree with that. I agree with Teller, who said, "No, it's theft, plain and simple. It's it's totally theft." Flattery is being inspired by that person to do something unique, right? In but my not opinion. everybody is creative enough to be able to do that. Yes, but so. if you if you took the, all the time that you spent re recreating somebody's act, you could have spent that exact same time changing it, like doing using a different prop right. and coming up with using the concepts to make your own unique act. I mean, it's it doesn't if you change the props and it, you're not using, let's say, in Jeff's case, masks. Let's say you're using something else. Well, the funny then thing you become a different performer. Entirely. The funny thing about that is. They at least could have been different masks. I mean, the masks even had the same paint job that Jeff uses on them. Well, so. I mean, he, he, he somehow got a hold of his music. Yeah. I well, mean, it was his personal music. It's crazy. But I don't know. We got off subject. I was going to say, because I can't Land really fault stuff. somebody for being a masked entertainer no, who uses no, throw no, coils no. at the end. But, but at hey, least yours is somewhat unique. <laughs> I freaking hope so. <laughs> or else I'm getting my ass kicked before too long. Uh, I had I want to pl- play this last week. I want to play this again uh, because we're talking about Haunted Mansion and Disney. Uh, this is the Bare Naked Ladies version of Grim Grinning Ghosts. Creeps with eerie eyes. Start to shrink. Carbonite. Grim, grim, ghost. 
to socialize. There isn't anything I wouldn't do for you, except the one thing that you want me to. We went across the mighty Rio Grande and saw Disneyland and the sea, you and me. But there's one thing I never do, not even for you, not even for you. Anything I wouldn't do for you Except to walk among the Osmond crew I know you're planning for a laugh And you can't betray what you know In Provo But there's one last town on the globe And if you must go there You're going alone Not even for you Not even for you Not even for you Won't you come with me? 
Here on the Bizarre Radio Show, uh, playing some crazy stuff for you there. Of course, was uh, Bare Naked Ladies, Grim- Grinning Ghost. After that, I couldn't help but had to play. We're so close to effing Utah that I had to play Salt Lake City by the Dwarves. And after that, the Frantics out of Canada with You Scare the Shit Out of Me. <laughs> Which there, there was a line in the, the, uh, the Utah song about Hello Kitty. Uh, uh, there are Hello Kitty theme parks in Japan. Oh yeah! Like, well, Hello parts. Kitty. Hello ride. Kitty is is a deity in Japan. Yes. I, I don't Did you say Hello Kitty Dark Ride? Is that there's a Hello Kitty Dark Ride? Yes. Does Hello Kitty pop out in a skull mask with a knife or something? Well, no, a dark ride is just the the definition of the like, you know, Cinderella's a dark ride. Mr. Toad's a dark ride. I know. Well, Mr. Toad's a dark ride anyway. I mean, it's yeah. uh, have you ridden it? It's pretty damn. It, uh, yeah. I mean, no. Up. Well, the, and the one in Florida, you used to. Get killed like the one in here. You get you get killed and you go to hell. There you either went to hell or I think heaven too. You it, there were two separate tracks, huh? And so depending which time you rode it, yeah. Depending you, if you which side you got in on, and huh. and now that became the Winnie the Pooh ride. And so now you, Winnie the Pooh goes to heaven or hell? <laughs> no, just hell. Pretty oh. much. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, the Winnie the Pooh ride in Florida is okay. The one in California sucks. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. It does. It, it's pretty bad. Yeah. And the one in Japan is supposed to be freaking amazing, which is another reason I need to go to Japan. Right. Well, that and all the underage, uh, all the young Chinese girls in schoolgirl uniforms. In Japan, yes. Japan. The young Chinese girls. <laughs> I'll bet I, you there's Chinese girls in Japan. Just shut I'm up. I'm sure there are, yes. But I meant Japanese girls. Young Japanese girls. They, they it, all dress like Sailor Moon over there, from what I've been what, told. What so. was it you said on the Color Changing Spongebob DVD? If you could do magic for preteen... Preteen Japanese girls, that is the target audience for magic, because they just freak out like nobody else. And it, it, they have this giggle and this... Ooh, like well, I love the way a, a lot of Asian people react to magic. It's always, oh! It's, it sounds like they've just been jabbed in the ribs. It's, yes. it's fantastic. Uh, <laughs> that, that will be my... I mean, David Blaine went to the ghetto. I want to go to the young Japanese schoolgirl schools and do magic. I, I've just been told, don't go to Hello Kitty Park by somebody, as the person from Japan. I'm sure it's bad, but I gotta go anyway. I <sighs> mean, it's... it's. I love beautiful disasters. It's, it's, <laughs> uh, it's, Is that why you hang out with me? <laughs> you pretty much, yes. 
Sometimes going to the worst theme park in the world gives you the best story for the rest of your life. Well, I did go to Adventureland in uh, in uh, in Iowa. So, <laughs> man, you know how many places have ripped off Disneyland? All well, of them. In China, there's actually a park that rips off it, like the castle, the main street. But the, then the rides are are not nearly as good. They they have the Epcot ball. Oh, wow. But then it's not nothing in it, so... <laughs> it's just a giant golf ball, basically. Pretty much, which, uh. you know, it, I think that is actually the culture in, in China. It's like, ah, it's cool, we'll just make our own. And then we'll make it for them, and... <laughs> and then we'll sell it to you for $5. Exactly. Because <laughs> it's China. <laughs> you know, if I if I ever get into that David Copperfield money, which uh, I, I want to get Wait, into... You mean break into his bank account? Pretty much, because that might... Because there's be no way in hell you're going to make that Yeah, my money. talent isn't going to get me there, so no. I might as well... But yeah, that would. I don't be, know if it's, I don't know if his talent got him there. But well, his his t- his, uh, his his business sense. His business got him sen- there. sense and and timing got him there. But yeah, instead of bri- buying a private island that I wouldn't let anybody go to, I'd instead, um, yeah, I would go on an amusement park tour of the world. That would be like one year of my life. Oh um, man. And you'd have to take your friends, right? Of, well, I, I, if I got Copperfield money, you're damn right. If we're getting... Because, <laughs> yeah, instead of buying an island that only Oprah gets to go to, um, yeah, I would do I would do that. Yeah, it's kind of silly the way they handle that shit. So. Yeah, or, or have the biggest collection of Houdini memorabilia in a beautiful museum that only five people get to go through a week. Yeah, it's... It, well, you know, you paid a lot of money for that stuff. You don't want other people seeing it. Exactly. What's the point? I mean, that's why you collect things. So it just sits in your house, and nobody gets you know to look at it. know who did that? Michael Jackson. And he touched little boys. So really, if you want to <laughs> if you want to be uh, known as the kind of person who's that eccentric, then keep it all to yourself. Because um, I'm sure David's listening to this. Actually, he was, but he left. Oh, did he? He leave? left. He said, good job, by the way, the butterfly thing oh. earlier. That was like an hour ago, but yeah. whatever. So uh, we're gonna we're, we're gonna bother some people in the chat room while I play some music. Uh, here is a, you know, I, this has just been I, I should just call this the, the theme for the show Texas music uh, theme because I've been playing a lot of bands from Texas this this uh, this show and this is another one. This is a, a this is a great uh, group uh, slash guy uh, lead singer. This is uh, Reverend Horton Heat uh, and this is a song I know a handful of you in the chat room will know. i 
That's like a rocket. That's rock and roll. Get over here. song is for Sid, Bat, anybody else listening or really giving a damn.
any more time on that song so uh, that was for everybody in the chat room who wanted to hear it that was Guar's fucking an animal before that too much joy uh, from the movie Shakes the Clown yeah. well actually it's not from Shakes the Clown it actually pre-exists Shakes the Clown but that's where I heard it first with a song called Clowns before that Reverend Horton Eat with like a rocket so for the dork uh, for the dorky magicians that are still listening to the show uh, Penn actually played bass for too much joy for a while Oh, I was not aware of that. Yeah, when he learned how to play bass, he went on tour with them one year. Because he did. <laughs> that, that, because he did. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 it, it's an interesting fact. Yeah, he was their live bass player. I don't remember if he played on an album or not, but he definitely went on tour with them. He, uh, he's also a big fan of big friends with the residents, and he did some of their shows as well. Really? Yeah, there's footage of him as an you know, introducing part of what used to be called the Mole Show. The residents, if you don't know who they are, are just crazy. They've got some great stuff. And I don't just like them because they have giant eyeballs for heads, so fuck you. Uh. <laughs> but it doesn't hurt. No, it doesn't hurt at all, actually. It's uh, on, uh, not one bit. So, Which eyeballs are getting trendy these days. You go, uh, you look around, there's a lot of eyeball merchandise out there. Yeah, well, there's a whole, there's a place, there's a website called Mad Martian, yeah. and they've got tons of eyeball stuff. Like, things that you were like, wow, I didn't even know that existed. Uh, my friend uh, Steve Daly sent me this the other day as a, as a birthday gift. It's a it's a compact that's an it's an eyeball. For those of you who can't see it, it's a it's an eyeball compact with mirrors inside. It's a coke, so like, it's a coke surface, basically. right? Well, yeah. it's an eyeball coke surface. Yes, that if you want to put say that, yes, yes, it one totally for each is. nostril. Right? Yes, uh, 
And uh, so this was kind of cool. And it's actually really well done. Like, I'm really picky about my eyeball stuff. Yeah. And this one's actually well done. Yeah. The iris looks really good. It's almost tie-dye, which is a bonus for me. <laughs> yes, it is. And yeah, I own a tie-dye lab coat. Hey, hey, you know, I'm not the one with long hair, okay, in this, in this uh, show. No, you, you have long hair. Uh, well, some of it. Some of it. <laughs> some the back would, part. Some would call it a skullet, and those yes. people I would punch in the face. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it out loud like that. Yeah, you better I was going to text bastard. it to the chat room. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah, that's... Uh... <laughs> ah, damn it. <laughs> I'm going to play some more music <laughs> while I beat Greg. <laughs> By Greg, ow. I mean a shocker. Ow. Ow, ow, ow. <laughs>
couldn't help myself i had to play that song uh, it was just weird it was a weird fake mashup of uh, i guess shakira and uh, danzig which that was not danzig it's just somebody who really really sounded like danzig uh which is really funny to me and before that was flogging molly uh you know you know molly. so <laughs> they're a great band to see once and then you get all the irish rock out of your system I, next, I've like, never, two years. I've never seen them live. I'd really want to actually. It, it was a good show. I mean, I, I enjoyed it, but I think I've seen them live twice. And the first time, it's like, wow, that was a lot of fun. And the second time, it's like, that was enough Irish rock the first time. Okay, I, I don't need to see them again. <laughs> but oh. they were enjoyable the first time. Okay, well, good to know. That's interesting to to hear. <laughs> It's like any other like really unique sounding band. Uh, one, unless you're completely, totally into that. Like the first time was the novelty. The second time, it's like, uh, yeah. Well, no, I, but that's not. I mean, that's not true because there are some bands who I've seen a ton of times live, and I still love to see them live. Okay. Yeah. Like Cowboy Mouth, I like seeing Cowboy Mouth live constantly. Yes, I mean, it does tend to be, a lot of times be the same stuff, but it's like any live show; it's going to be different every time to a point. Right. Yeah, I, I well, that was my opinion. I saw him once, loved him, saw him again. Not if so they much. open for somebody, I would watch him again, but I don't think I'd go out of my way to see Flogging Molly again. Oh, well, okay. Well, hear that, Flogging Molly? <laughs> That's right. So, you you got to work to impress me again, because I know you were so worried about it in the first place. Right. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's, uh... I've seen a I've seen a few really good uh, really good bands. Gogo Bordello puts on a really good uh, really good live show. I'm a big fan of them. Uh, have, I, you, have you seen them? No, I have not. Uh, Gogo Bordello is great. They put on a great live show. But uh, yeah, there's uh, there's some interesting. Like I've seen bands who who I they just sucked live. <laughs> yeah. Actually, and not that you would even agree with the live part or just not the sucking, but Eminem was very disappointing live. Really? Why is that? Because he only played for like 50 minutes, 
and he had another rapper with him who sang half the songs. It's like, and this was this was early Eminem. I saw him in a, a small club in Milwaukee, and just seemed like he would have done better for someone who was getting popular. And yet, fifty minutes, no band should play for fifty minutes. It, it just seems like kind of a cop out there. Yeah, that is a little. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I'm I've been a few bands I like who normally go two hours, and they had to, they were only they could only play like an hour or something. I'm like, what is this crap? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, I've heard stories from my parents back in the day when the the band, like the audience, would not leave until the band did a, did an encore. Or it's like now, now when when you at the end of a concert, they turn on the lights and the and the house music, and people just give up. They go, oh fuck it, and they yeah, leave. They're done. But apparently, back in the day, it was like, oh hell no. Yeah, well, people didn't have as much to do back then. So <laughs> well, they were on probably lots of drugs. Yeah, that's true too. They they weren't. It wasn't safe for them to drive home until they came down a little bit more. But <laughs> yeah, I'm like an hour, hour and a half is perfect for me for a band to go. Like I know some bands go two and a half hours. I've, there's been concerts I've been at where it's a band I liked and I got bored because it was going on too long. Yeah, yeah. There's um, bands I went to. I saw first time I saw them. I was like, wow, all their shit sounds the same. But then I went and gave them another chance, and I really liked them the second time. So I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm not, I'm not afraid to admit. Maybe it was me that first that, time. Could be. Maybe it was just me. It's not you. It's, it's me. It's not you. It's me. Well, I know 311 on March 11th comes out here for 311 Day, mm-hmm. and they play every song they've ever played. That's what they do. It's a concert of every song 311's ever played. My friend Tom, he loves that. Me? Not so I love an hour and a half in a wave pool at Mandalay Bay. That's perfect amount for me. And that's, that's it. That's about it. I was I was okay. At the end, and everybody's like, more! I'm like, no, you guys are good. Good job. Thanks for playing. I, I remember, uh, what was it? I was I was in a Walmart or something, and I said, oh, look at this. It's a best of hits. And my uh, so I forget what the band was, and my friend said, what is that, a single album? What is that? <laughs> oh, man. So I'm going to play something here. Uh just because I I find it amusing, and if any of you have not seen, there's a movie called Repo: The Genetic Opera. It's 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 all it's kind of turned into the new Rocky Horror in some in some ways because they they said they wanted it to, and by saying to a bunch yeah. of rabid idiot fans, "Hey, we want this to be like Rocky Horror," they're going to turn it into Rocky Horror, yeah. which is a brilliant marketing strategy. It, it was, and, and this is one of the more catchy songs off of the uh, off the album. Uh, off the soundtrack because the whole thing is mostly uh, singing and uh, and it wasn't a bad movie I mean, it, in it's not as bad as a movie as I expect WrestleManiac to be. <laughs> yeah, it was. I had a hard time getting through the whole thing. I, I, I felt it's, it's not for everybody. At no, all. it's not. No, if so. you loved the singing episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, you or you into Doctor Horrible. Yeah, well, Doctor Horrible I kind of enjoyed, but this one I don't know. I thought it was okay. I don't. I I don't completely get the rabid fan base of it, but. Eh, what are you gonna do? Exactly. I'd not go to it at midnight at certain movie theaters. Drug market. Submarket. Sometimes I wonder why I ever got in. Blood market. Love market. Sometimes I wonder why they need me at all. Zytrate comes in a little glass vial. A little glass vial? And the little glass vial goes into the gun like a battery. And the Zytrate gun goes somewhere against your anatomy. And when 
the gun goes off, it sparks and you're ready for surgery. Surgery.
Shockers over here examining this uh, metal box we got today. It's an extra vo- box for a trick we're doing in our uh, in our show later on, where we actually predict where people are going to stick voodoo pins into a voodoo doll. Yes, uh, it's the closest to mentalism I will ever get. <laughs> I actually don't mind a little bit of mentalism if it's mildly interesting or. I don't know. I guess when I do, when Greg does shows, if it works for a standard crowd, because <laughs> Greg does anything for money. Uh, <laughs> anything? Uh, pretty, pretty, pretty much, yes. Uh, you, you, you got five bucks, we can talk. Alright, well. Get over here! <laughs> Finish him! <laughs> That's even more appropriate than it should have been. How about this? Uh, You said anything. That might be $7. Fair enough. Oh, man. I really should not be allowed to have a control over a sound effects board. I like it way too much. That's actually one of the reasons I love this program is because it has a sound effects board. I can just sit there and play with buttons and stuff. Oh, man. So, uh, yeah, if you guys are happen to be in California, Southern California or Nevada in the middle of October, you should come out and see our show. It should be a lot of fun. And, hey, we're going to need the, the cheering. <laughs> yes, we will, because we want them to bring us back next year. Yeah, we want, uh, for, for every weekend, if possible. Yes, that would be nice, too. So, yeah. Uh, we, only have about, uh, we have only a handful of minutes left before the show is over this week. Thank you guys for coming out and hanging out with us and the, the, uh, the random amount of people who have been in and out of the chat room all day uh, and all of our listeners out there. We appreciate you... Uh, Supporting us, and this is this bizarre radio show is every Thursday uh, from five to eight p.m. Uh, Pacific time. So for those of you central, it's uh, two hours later, and those of you way over on the east side of the world, uh, it's even later. It's even that. later than that. So I mean, I tried to pick a time when almost anybody could listen to it, and then as later it gets, that's fine. People got shit to do. I understand, but not us. <laughs> no, we have no. Obviously, that's why I chose Thursday too. Thursday is the days I don't really have much going on. So it's uh, not that big a deal for us. And uh, tomorrow, probably laser tag. Yes. And then I'll be working at a gay bar. Thanks and for I laughing. I thought I did anything for money. Yes. <laughs> hey, you know what? I get to, uh, Brett, our friend Brad, who's a sword swallower, did that gig. And I'm sure he may got lots of numbers slipped into his pockets uh, after swallowing that sword. Uh, I did the balloon swallow there once, and uh, yeah, they loved me. I'm sure they Swallow did. a four-foot-long balloon at a gay bar, and you have new fans. Uh... <laughs> Uh, hold on. Uh, I do. Yeah, uh, somebody is uh, saying they do. They remember when one of our shows, where most of the show was done in the soundboard. Yeah. Well, what are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, somebody says we should. They should do shots every time we play the zipper sound effect. All right. You know what? We're gonna get our listeners t- wasted. <laughs> All right. Come on. Get drunk. The show will be much better. Uh, <laughs> All right, so I'm going to play a couple songs here. Uh, We'll come back and talk, and then we'll play our last song. Uh, And, uh, yeah, here's a little Stray Cats. Hey, man. I don't feel like going to school no more. Me neither. You can't make me go. It's not much, much too early for me I don't care about reading, writing, arithmetic, or history I'm gonna walk to the corner to meet my little Marie I'm gonna walk to the corner to meet my little Marie Well, she's the only girl 
so the Shocker thought uh, following up with a song about Sexy and Seventeen would be actually a better song to go lower in the age range to a song about being fourteen. Would you? Uh, I don't. I don't. Would you want to explain that to the folks at home? No, no, I really wouldn't want to explain <laughs> it to the folks. I need. A, I need a police siren sound effect. We're making note of that. We need a police siren sound effect. Yes, it's a good sign. It's to the Vandals. Come on, the Vandals have good songs, and who knows? I, I Maybe agree. I just like girls with teen in their name. In right. Their- well, uh, unfortunately, we are at the end of the show. One more, uh, one more time here. Uh, this is uh, this is. The end. All right, all right. Fuck y'all. Stop it. All right, that's that's enough of that. Uh, so we're gonna end on a request from my friend Nick Defont, all the way out in uh, Minnesota. Uh, and this is in honor of the gig I will be doing tomorrow. Uh, not the one with the uh, with with the mysterious Greg Dow magician. No, uh, but the one later on in the evening at the gay bar, ironically named Share. S H R E, not not S H E R, but C H E R would probably actually be a good name for a gay bar. Right, exactly. Yeah. So thank you guys for coming out every Thursday uh, from five to eight p.m. here on DoubleDownRadio.com. You should listen to the show, tell your friends, and let's all have a good old time. Get naked, slather each other with peanut butter, and uh, record it. So thanks a lot for coming out, and we'll see you next week. Enjoy this song. Yes. <laughs>